Welcome to another podcast. This is Sean and Sammy Scream and Thomas. And together we are Sparkcast. And today we're going to be looking at the Insecticons. We're going to look at their original toy bios and quote, as well as their fate after the movie. Before that, I think we had something we wanted to discuss, right? Can somebody explain to me what War for Cybertron is? It's my it's a no. it's a comic line. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So now so then yeah, then I guess that is my basic question. What is War I for can, Cybertron? I can only explain the video game and the video game is great. But if you're talking about Netflix, I have no idea. And isn't there like a show, like a different show and a comic line that is also named War for Cybertron? Like wasn't this isn't there a lot of this? So yeah. yeah, that's why I feel like I'm confused. And I thought it was originally a comic, but now I'm seeing stuff about a Netflix show called War for Cybertron. I vaguely remember there being a video game being called War for Cybertron. So if they're all yeah. are they all different things? Do they tie into our, tie into a similar lore? Oh, the toy line is coming out so they can sell toys along with the TV series. The video game came out like a decade ago, so there's no way it's it's weird. They're both prequels, both named War for Cybertron. So there you go. But completely different things. Just wait till there's a spinoff video game called Transformers War for Cybertron. They'll have to call it Netflix's Transformers War for Cybertron <laughs> to not get it confused with the other one. And Man, we're even... recording this in July, so we still have a few <laughs> weeks before it actually premieres. I mean, are they even going to make any more Transformer video games? Like, I feel like they haven't made one in a very long time. What do you mean? We we just played one a few weeks ago, right? Don't talk about that. <laughs> Is it another Don't. cell phone game? What was, it was that? It was the Bumblebee, Bumblebee one, one, the one that you forced us to play. Oh. You forced us, Sean. You can't forget about it. You weren't going to let us play like a good Transformers mobile game, aka the one where you get to actually watch like all your characters like run around the base. It's really cute. But anyway, well, then we can play that one next time. I don't need another time sink. It will suck me in. <laughs> we'll limit ourselves to three hours and give a oh, review. God. How's that? Yeah, OK, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll accept this because <laughs> then I can just talk about how cute Starscream is on my base. <laughs> And then, Anyways. you know, once we reach the 50 hour mark, we can come back for a reunion episode to see how our game and characters are doing. Cries. <laughs> I'll just be playing it during the podcast. Bye, guys. <laughs> I got to take care of my Disneypicons. Uh, I think y'all might have lied to me. I ended up watching Titans Return prequel and Titans Return finally from Mach Machinima. And I thought the Titans Return one was all right. I don't even remember which one that is. <laughs> That's the one where like Starscream has possessed Trypticon and just starts fighting all, uh, the city guy. Oh my god! Wow. Um, wow. Metroplex. Metroplex. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. No. This is the <laughs> all right. I got one. I named him. I, I, it was a complete <laughs> guess. I was like, I think there's a a, a transformer for you. <laughs> so that, where they just fight the whole episode, but and yeah. then there's other stuff going around. That was like, terrible. How did you think? No. If it's just it's just like an hour hour fifteen minutes of or an hour fifteen minutes of just punching and like screaming. An, yeah, it just it's just it's supposed to be a giant glorified like basically ad for the toy line continuity. But it's and not good for just what it was. It was okay, but the uh, uh, what was it? The so Combiner Wars. You're saying so Star that was trash. Metroplex. 
Starscream has pos- had possessed Trypticon to fight Metal Flex. Oh. oh, okay. All right. He never got that far. So right. he tried. But, he tried his best. But, uh, like he always does. But no, Combiner Wars might as well have just been Titans Return the Prelude because there weren't no Combiner Wars in that. I was like, what is <laughs> like it it, it yeah, basically okay. was just a setup for Titans. That's all it was. It didn't seem to like have any like anything to do with Combiner Wars. It felt like we came in at the end of a story that was somewhere else. Yeah, I gave up on the first one, so like I haven't even watched that one. So but the Titans one is is fun. It actually makes it feel like the fight between Trypticon Metroplex is this epic battle that's destroying the whole city. The only thing that I was pissed about is that Starscream betrayed everybody. The Combiner Wars won. He, he's uh, Rodimus Prime is like, oh man, I should have seen this coming. And so he just gives up the Decepticon Matrix. I mean, the he gives up the, uh, um, God, I was about to say Allspark, Jesus. He gives up the Matrix of Leadership to become Hot Rod again. I'm like, what the hell? I'm yeah, no, like, it makes no sense. Nothing just, sense in there. Yeah. I was like, wait to like, I guess the people here don't like him either or something. Jeez. So can't let him be like, and then, and then he, and then he, you know, effing dies. So whatever. Had went out on a heroic sacrifice. So I guess that's all right. But I, I can't remember. I think it ends on a cliffhanger with his body being controlled by like some dark spark or something. I have no idea. I haven't dark watched dark the third spark. one, Power of the Primes yet. So we'll see if that one is equally average as well and not terrible like Combiner Wars. I am Starscream, the magnetic face. Fear me. All right. Well, I look forward to your disappointment. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's that's really the big boss at the end of Combiner Wars. Starscream is just this giant plasma face fighting everybody and going crazy. Wait, maybe I did watch that one. I don't even remember which one I watched. Like, this is how stupid it was. I can't remember anything. Maybe we'll watch that. All those for our hundred. No, I'm just kidding. No, you guys would like leave the podcast or protest. So I guess <laughs> I got to keep my other co-hosts happy. <laughs> At least like 50% of the time. <laughs> don't worry. No more Bumblebee overdrive. I don't even Lots think I've, back I haven't forth. played it since the episode. So, oh my God, yeah, you, I you even have it installed again still. Oh, let me see. Uh, yeah, I deleted it as soon as we were done with that episode. <laughs> yep. Oh my God, it's still on my phone. Oh God! <laughs> I guess I thought I was gonna play it again. I don't know. I'm delete it. I'll wait. I, maybe I, I play, should play that better one that Sammy's bringing up. But anyway, please, it's it is legit, and like there are some quality lines in there. So we should begin with some insecticons. Now that all that's out of the way. <laughs> So before we begin, though, I will just bring up the Japanese episode of the Incepticons. It was hard to tell them apart because they all three sound similar. And one of them actually sounds similar to Skyfire, but that might be because they're the same voice actor. But I forgot to check that out. But the funny thing is they cut out some of the farm battle. So Skyfire is just injured and you have no idea why they're repairing him because that whole thing of him getting injured was cut out. Skyfire just injured himself off screen. Yeah, but because it's just battle the whole episode, I couldn't notice what any, anything else that was uh, that was cut out. And I think they added a new sound effect for Soundwave opening his cassette chest. 
But uh, this was also one of those at the end of season, the season episodes, because Skyfire appears. So this was one of the later episodes. The one thing I think is weird is I wonder if over in Japan, there's obsessive fandom people for Transformers like there are here where they're like, this is everything that was cut from the original episodes. And we've documented it all here on this website, the way we've done that with like, say, you know, Digimon or other shows where they were all cut from the Japanese originals. Without a doubt. <laughs> yep, Do they, that's it. So are you saying that they have Japanese Transformers exclusive sound effects? I don't, I'm not sure I'd have to repair, but I don't remember recognize it. So I'd have to go see again. <laughs> that's funny. And there's no Generation 2 episodes, so I guess origin episodes weren't needed when they re-aired this. Because, you know, you've already got the figures. Who wants to start with Shrapnel? I'll start with Shrapnel. Okay. Shrapnel is the Insecticon that has two large extensions growing upward on his shoulder, transforms into a stag beetle, and is the one that always repeats the last word in his sentence. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I hate bugs so much. Um, his original toy quote is control electricity and you control the world world. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How does that? What? How did you control the world when there was no electricity? That seems like, I don't know. There was like lightning. The skies (laughs) always have electricity. (laughs) All right. Yeah. You know, uh, original toy description. The noise of war and the scream of his foes are music to this loathsome Insecticon's audio modules. His pe- has a piercing battle cry that can be heard eight miles away. In insect mode, can use antenna to control almost any electrical device that we never see. Uh, in robot <laughs> mode, can attract lightning bolts to antenna and shoot them out of his hands. Grenade launcher shoots 30-pound steel balls that splinter into razor-sharp spikes. And insulation can stop his electrical blasts. <laughs> okay. So the fate after the movie. During the movie, despite dying and being incorporated into Unicron's lackeys as Cyclonus Scourge in the sweeps, Shrapnel appears on Junk to attack Daniel later in the movie and later in Season 3 in two episodes. Because, you know, he's a bug. He'll come back. It doesn't matter. (laughs) You thought you killed it. You did not. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Shrapnel fun facts. Shrapnel was renamed in future figure releases to Sharpshot, then Scrapnel, because Hasbro was not allowed to obtain the Shrapnel trademark. Who has the Shrapnel trademark? It might be uh, just because you're not allowed to trademark simple words like that. Oh, okay. Simple everyday words are not allowed to be trademarked. Okay. That makes sense. He was Shrapnel in the last 2019 figure, but a 2020 future figure is stated as being Shrapnel again. It is unknown if Hasbro attained the trademark once again. They might do that whole thing where they go Insecticon Shrapnel or Decepticon Shrapnel to get around the trademark by combining two words. But since this is in the future, I don't know. Yeah, well, we'll see when it comes out. (laughs) In France and Russia, Shrapnel was given a female voice in the movie, despite the fact that only male stag beetles have pincers. Starscream was also given a female voice in the movie's French dub. What? <laughs> I put that in there for you guys. Thank you. But That's I need so to weird. hear this now. Like, why? <laughs> it's like, what? did they not have the TV show over there? They just thought that that was going to be okay. It was like. <laughs> Hilarious. Holy crap. Yeah. Okay. Well, whose whose decision was this? Like, wh- what? 
Okay. Okay. Thanks, France. Thank you. France dub. Great. T 10 out of 10. Well. <laughs> okay. In the Japanese version, Shrapnel is given a Japanese, I'm calling out my attack for his lightning bolt attack, which he calls thunder attack. How many times can I say attack in one sentence? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and also, you know, that's fair. He's like a little Pokemon now. Mm hmm. The original toy art depicted him with two left hands. <laughs> Did he <laughs> have job. hands? Good job. Like, oh, yeah, he's got to hold a gun, hands. right? Oh. Every Decepticon's got to hold a gun. That's why he has a hand to hold guns. <laughs> 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 Nothing else. Oh, God. Uh, oh, my goodness. Um, during the Beast Wars cartoon, Waspinator gets a head injury and thinks he was originally shrapnel. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, Waspinator, you funky bee. Wasp. Yeah. You have so many problems. I can do the next one because I need Thomas to read the last one. Okay. 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 So <laughs> this is Kickback. Kickback is the Insecticon with two straight wings on his shoulder and transforms into a grasshopper. His original toy quote is friend is another word for fool. Then call me a fool. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> original toy quote, charming, but cruelly clever, makes friends so he can influence them to do his bidding by digging up facts he can hold against them. <sighs> Humans. <pet> <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh buddy, buddy, what's your like deepest, darkest secret? Wow. So it's the Internet. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Humans particularly susceptible to this Insecticon. What, becoming his friend? <laughs> I was like, man, well, no, I love... He's, 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 well, no, humans have a lot of, like, dirt that, like, they can dig up. So, like, it makes sense. But like, it you, makes can it sound... you can blackmail humans so much easier than a robot. Like, what has a robot ever done? Political issues? Pff, like, every ro every Transformer has been there. <laughs> That's nothing new. <laughs> It just feels like <laughs> when they say they're particularly susceptible, it means like to his friendship, basically, following what? that other what? sentence. <laughs> in and insect mode, yeah, you remember all those like buddy movies back in the 80s where kids wanted to be friends with like grasshoppers? I remember and all of those. Everybody knew your name mm -hmm. or something. And I don't know why I'm picturing freaking kickback just like with all these humans, you know, wrapped around holding one human on each arm, just being like, yeah, friendship. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> in insect mode, he can jump 40 feet for a distance of 0.1 miles. Oh, wow. Can kick a hole in a fourth inch steel. Can fly 30 miles an hour up to 100 miles. Submachine gun fires 300 rounds per minute. Jesus. Very vulnerable as insect and flying in high winds. So he's a terrible. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's got some terrible powers. Like, all of this stuff is just dumb. It was like, hey, if you want to know about what this human did the other night, I'm your man. <laughs> I could jump really high. <laughs> but he's yeah. very vulnerable as an insect. Like, that is your thing. Why are you vulnerable as the thing that you were supposed to be? What? Oh, my God. Kickback, no. Don't go out there during that windstorm. Ah. <laughs> it was a tornado. <laughs> Uh, okay, so fate after the movie. Despite dying the same way as Shrapnel, he appears in two season three episodes also. But unlike Shrapnel, he appears in two later Japanese comics where his rebirth is unexplained and he just joins the Decepticons in battle. Nothing about him has changed. All right, so for just his fun fact, 
in France, French, his name is La Ruta, which basically means the kick. And in Russia, it translates to jumper. And in the Ukraine, it's punch, even though he kicks. So good job they there. really screwed that one up. <laughs> the kick, though, sounds like really badass. <laughs> the kick flies off in a high wind. <laughs> Imagine him jumping into the air to make a karate kick. And then right when he reaches the top of the kick and his jump, the wind blows him away while people were trying to you know, be in all of his, his kicking abilities. 10 out of 10, someone draw that. Oh, God. <laughs> so, Thomas, Bombshell. All right. Bombshell is the Insecticon with a giant gun growing out the back of his head as he turns into a rhinoceros beetle. His original toy quote, the mind is my playpen. <laughs> okay. Original toy description, can turn foes into helpless accomplices by ejecting cerebral shells into their head, robot or human, with this stinger. Gives them control of their minds, has a cruel sense of humor, arms himself by having his victims debase themselves. Oh, wow. That's Excuse a- me? <laughs> okay. <laughs> they could not have worded that any better. Yeah. In insect mode, this Insecticon can fly 10 kilometers. In robot mode, wears head mount- mounted mortar, throws 25 kilogram explosive shell 15 kilometers. Cerebro shells can be used against him if removed from victim's head. Man, this. <laughs> what is up with this guy? I think There's we're going to see darkness that. here. <laughs> I think we're going to see that in a future episode. We're like, oh, I can, you know, retriangulate the blah, blah, blah to find out where he's controlling them from. You know? Okay, are the cerebral shells just like attaching to their head to the outside? They're not like boring in. Oh, no, they, like, it, he, he shoots them right into their head with they? his gun or his, I think. Why is it that we have the creep who just, like, repeats sentences and controls thunder, the weirdo, then we have the the badass tr- tr- tries too hard but really can't do anything, and then this guy, who's a murderer? <laughs> and also, remember the shrapnel, even though it's not in his robot description, he can control one or two people with an electromagnetic thing in the episode we saw him in. How did Kickback join this team? <laughs> did they just pity him? They're like, oh man, I guess you're a bug, so you have to join us. But like, just stay in the back. You just, it's fine. Oh, All, right. All right, Thomas, get ready. You know, get some water. Get ready for this fate after the movie. Oh no. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> All right, fate after the movie. During the movie, the door, sorry, already messed it up. <laughs> this is going to be great. <laughs> During the movie, his body was used to make Cyclonus's body. According to Sean, as ranted in a prior podcast, <laughs> thus we are going into Cyclonus's future the same way we went into Thundercracker and Scour- Scourge's future. Also, Bombshell never showed up in any future Japanese continuity, manga, or Toy Stories, despite two episodes of season three, which were likely animation errors due to the Japanese not knowing what happened in the movie. Did they not get the movie released? No, they were translating season three, like a many of the episodes before the movie ever came over there translated. Okay. So that's why there was a lot of animation errors for the American scripts going over there as well as for, as well as when they get it, just, you know, when they are doing the script for their own episodes, they're like, we don't know what happened. So we just make stuff up. Okay. So despite being dead, he appeared in seasons along with his kin. Despite the fact he was also Cyclonus as well, too. <laughs> as Cyclonus, he is Galvatron's right-hand man throughout all of Season 3. 
He joined Megatron in the official manga that could take place in between or after season three. He fought a powerful creature called the Seeker, which turned him into Skywarp, despite <laughs> the fact he was really bombshell. I am confused. That's because that was uh, apparently in the American continuity. They, someone made a story that made him bombshell, but the Japanese, a Japanese comic that came with one of the toys decided to declare him as Skywarp. So now there's conflicting continuities. Did he look the same and they just called him Skywarp? Or did they oh, just yeah, no, he. Yeah, I'm just him. pretending because I'm right here that he really is the bombshell. No. <laughs> Follow up on that sentence. He gained his powers to teleport so as not to interfere with the Headmaster's cartoon, where he joined Scorponok, but went right back to following Galvatron when he returned alive until he died again. <laughs> he then became possessed by an alternate universe Galvatron the one that worked alongside Megatron in the original manga and stories that took place before the movie, which liked to talk as a face in his chest and led him to combine with other Decepticons to become Grand Galvatron. After ridding himself of Galvatron, he helped defeat Unicron and then decided to reorganize the Decepticons under his leadership, finally deciding to be a leader instead of a follower. That's a lot of going on with Bombshell that... <laughs> It doesn't make sense, and mm -hmm. it doesn't fit anything that we've seen in that episode. Yeah, I think uh, I messed up somewhere along there. He got his teleport powers and then lost them at the end of the story so it wouldn't interfere with the Headmaster's cartoon. Because, <laughs> you know... What's continuity? Continuity's all over the place, but you gotta make it work. But then also him emerging with, like, Cyclonus? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's because... Uh, as I mentioned before in the one podcast, it's because he is the one front and center in the movie that gets transformed into Cyclonus. And Skywarp is transformed too as a Cyclonus, but in the background, a third the size. So that's why a lot of people are like, oh, it's Bombshell instead of Skywarp. Whereas a lot of people are like, oh, it's Skywarp because Thundercracker is Scourge. So it should be a set, uh -uh, even though... That's not how reading into what happens on the screen works. Even though that was clearly just, you know, the animation because some of the script work, but, you know, whatever. I talked about that before. Like, you can't use the script or animation storyboards for continuity. You can only go with what's on the screen to make sense of the madness. And no, that does not include timelines that Hasbro provides. <laughs> I was like, there's timelines for the Transformers universe. And I'm like... But can this really be official if you can't gleam that from any of the works themselves? All right. But anyway, sorry to interrupt you on your fantastic delve into Bombshell slash Cyclonus. Bombshell fun facts. Like Shrapnel, Hasbro has, was denied the Bombshell trademark, and so he was renamed Hardshell. Though at present, Hasbro has reacquired the Bombshell name, and so all new merchandise uses Bombshell once again. Unlike his other Insecticons, he was released into a new figure in 1991, but only in Europe. He came with a plastic partner named Needler that went on his head as a helmet or his back as a backpack. Okay, so that's like a little mini con that the <laughs> yeah wear. <laughs> but I've seen the picture; it looks it looks ridiculous on his head. Well, how big is Needler? Is he is he does? He oh, he's like, like twice the size, two and a half times the size of the head. Okay, so yeah, I was wondering, like, do the proportions match up a and little bit? And bright yellow plastic. Like, no. <laughs> and then the this was a decision. Color, the color clashes with Bombshell himself. 
Yes. All right. In the original storyboard, Bombshell was to have been killed by Mirage in the Battle of Autobot City and would have been dead when tossed out of Astrotrain later. Is that an Autobot? Astrotrain? Astrotrain is what everybody is a Decepticon that everybody rides in to get to places. Essentially, the Decepticon version of Skyfire. Skyfire. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And there was another storyboard that just showed Thundercracker carrying Bombshell onto the train. But when the movie was actually made, he was still alive with his other two Insecticons. They were just all very badly damaged, and all three got tossed out while alive. In China, his name is Bomb. In Russia, it's Bomber. And in, in Ukraine, it's Grenade. I mean, um, they got it pretty straightforward, you know? Yeah, I mean, he shoots fair. grenades. So, yeah. Sammy, you want to end us off with Some Sammy, you facts. and Thomas can alternate between the fun facts? Sure. So uh, the Insecticons were already released as part of the Diaclone Warruder Insector Robo line. They came back recolored as Transformers in Japan, but were available by mail order only. If they were available by mail order only, I wonder how much they are now. (laughs) Is there a giant collector's area uh, over in Japan like they are here for figures for for Transformers? I I mean, even just like Americans wanting the figure. Oh, but it's just going to be the same color, same everything, just being re-released, mm, being re- mm, in box. Like, I would. You don't say know collectors, that, man. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I think still that. wish I had bought that uh, in Japan. I should have bought the uh, Galvatron from Beast Wars Two figure, even though it wouldn't have fit anywhere in my bags because we had already filled them with other figures. That's why you just mail stuff home. <laughs> They originally came with pilots that rode inside them in their Japanese Diaclone line. Well, that makes no sense, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Insecticon toys do not appear to be popular. After 1985, the next item would be a statue of all three Insecticons in 2003, with their next figure in 2004. Yeah, because they're giant bugs. No one's surprised. <laughs> yeah. I so. mean, they are kind of just dumb. They just seem, they yeah. act like. Uh, Dinobots, but not with any real personality. I mean, they do have a uh, what is it? Kick, uh, uh, who is the electricity? That's uh, Shrapnel, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the only ones I remember is Bombshell because he shows up a lot more, I think, in season two because they use him a lot for his mind control abilities. You get to see a lot more of him, but then the other two are just kind of follow him because he's the leader, basically. Okay, I, I mean, from the episode that I watched, when and that's my only experience with them i mean i feel like shrapnel would probably be the most relevant one just because his power seemed to be like so devastating compared to any transformers powers uh unless you're on unless you're on tires right <laughs> right yeah so they probably won't even <laughs> he, he probably never attempts that move again a fourth toy for the diaclone or Ruder insect robo line was made and even released in the u.s in the u.s as venom but never incorporated into the cartoon continuity though he did show up in children's books. He transformed into a cicada and was supposed to be the leader of the Insecticons. We might see him in a future podcast. A fifth female Insecticon, just like the fifth female Ninja Turtle, (laughs) Beat Papil, was created in art and story by Tatatoku, but they closed before she could be made. She transformed into a ladybug. And also, she is a giant cutie. Have you, you seen the art? I just looked it up. Oh, okay, yeah. Ladybug Transformer. Yeah, you should post that. Adorable! I'd actually buy that. It actually did look kind of interesting. But the Venom one, I'm just like, all right, 
let's call our insecticon venom even though it's an insect that doesn't you know poison anyone it's just a harmless cicada oh my gosh wait but also like in the as i'm doing a quick google search uh apparently in the what is it called the 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 tfa guide there is a character called firebomb but she also turns into a ladybug like it's definitely supposed to be beat papio oh what line is this from it's it's from the, the the Transformers animated like guidebook, so it has oh, like all the characters okay. that like didn't make it or like all their you know sketches and stuff. Oh my god! So she failed to be made a second time. <laughs> that's so sad. But I also am trying to. We might have to delete that because I don't know if that's entirely true. Hold on a second. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think she. Should. I could go get my book. It's right down there in my uh, art book collection, and I could look it up. I'm looking at this art. She kind of has a face that just like. If you just took this head, it would kind of fit in in like the Samurai Pizza Cats TV show. <laughs> hey, no, never mind. Take that back. It is a fan made reference image, but holy shit, it looks like really professional. Yeah, this is she the looks one you unique for the show. Like she didn't seem like she would fit. She liked her design though. Y'all, if you want to see like some fan fan robot though, like Firebomb, she cool too. That's, that's it's just it's a really cool. I'm, I'm done now. <laughs> I'm so mad now. I just I want a cool ladybug. I I have to show Thomas the really horrible figure of Shrapnel with his stupid his stupid bug uh, helmet. That's fair. Or was it Shrapnel? No, it was the other one. Um, it was uh, Kickback, right? Bombshell. It was. Okay. Oh God, get your get your robots right. Oh man, get my robots. Your robots. And oh, okay. Never mind. It's like neon green. So. Worse than I described to you previously. There you go. Look and behold at the majesty of the super helmet. That's not even a helmet at that point. That that's <laughs> that's the alien thing from from aliens. That's a face hugger. Yeah. This is dumb. This is stupid. <laughs> like it's like it's not even the same toy line. It's just an, I have another toy. I'm just gonna smash it on top of this other robot. This is dumb. This is stupid. <laughs> Oh, it makes no sense. It looks unfinished. This is ter- <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> uh, on that note. <laughs> yeah, this doesn't make any sense. I'm I'm really confused. Cuz like why is it all green? It's it it really does just look unfinished and they just like here just throw this into the package. Kids will figure it out. It's almost like, well, this other toy line had a ton of these. Why don't we just stick them on a transformer and say it's his super helmet? And then someone else was like, what if it attaches like his backpack? Eh, it fits on both, so might as well just say it's both. It's a super helmet, but it doesn't give him powers, right? It's just a helmet. Oh, I don't know. Did you buy the toy and get the uh, the BIOS <laughs> that says what happens when he puts on the helmet? <laughs> I mean, maybe he summons a lightning that mind controls you when he shoots you with it. I don't know. Well, guess what? I think the Insecticons suck now. I don't want to talk about them no more. Are we done yeah, with yeah Insecticons do suck. <laughs> All right, but you will be seeing more of bombshells, so you'll have to put up with them Whoa! for a while. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> uh, well, that was our quick look at the Insecticons, along with some fun facts for y'all to listen to. So we hope you've enjoyed that, and we will see you next time. Signing off, I'm Sean. Star Sammy. And I'm disappointed. <laughs> you don't want to be a burger shell? Burger shell. (laughs) 
No, I don't want to be Burger Shell. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, podcast done. <laughs>